While we're receiving an offering this morning, I want to encourage you with this verse. You can see it on the screen, Proverbs eleven twenty five. This is a great promise just to fill your hearts with faith. It said, those who live to bless others will have blessings heaped upon them. Isn't that a great promise? Those who live to bless others will have blessings heaped upon them. And the one who pours out his life to pour out blessings will be saturated with favor. Isn't that a great word? I want to encourage us, let's continue to move in the radical generosity of God, not just with our resources, but with our time, with our love for people. If you'll be a generous person and live a generous life, you'll walk in the favor of God, the unexpected favor of God. And that's a great promise. That's right from God's word uh, to all of us. You know, I shared last week that we wanted to come today prepared to do something very, very special. Of course, Brother Rod and Mary are with us this morning to share, uh, in case you're new to Living Stones, they are the senior apostolic leaders, overseers over the network of related pastors, which is a a network of uh, churches that Living Stones is a part of. Uh, we enjoy the fellowship of, of dozens and dozens of churches across the United States. But more importantly, uh, Brother Rod serves as a presbyter over Living Stones. There's three people you'll see here, the Lord willing, every single year at Living Stones. You'll see Brother Rod. You'll see Keith Tusi, who'll be coming in about three weeks, and you'll see Apostle Ted Sola, who comes every uh, either December or March. He'll be back in March this year. Those three leaders come every year, and they come not accidentally, but they come intentionally because we believe it's important for you to understand that I am submitted and our leadership team is submitted to some really great men of God uh, who give us godly wisdom, godly counsel, pray for us, um, and help us when we when we need help. And, uh, and they're just like fathers to us. Well, some of you know, uh, a few years back, Rod and Mary lost their oldest daughter, Lynn. And, and it was a tragic time. And in fact, Living Stones was the first, or the next place on their agenda right after that tragedy happened. And so we were able to really, you know, love on Brother Rod and Mary and to be there for them, encourage them through one of the darkest seasons of their life. But how many of you know God always has the last word? And, uh, and even in tragedy, God's not done doing something great because God is a resurrector and a restorer and God's a healer. And if we'll fight the good fight of faith, we'll see God restore things uh, that the enemy thought he stole from us, but God promises us restoration in return. And Brother Rod had in his heart that uh, he would start something called Lynn's House, named after his daughter, uh, to help single mothers, to help uh, women who are coming off of addiction, Drug abuse, alcohol abuse, uh, where they've been addicted and they need a place to land and get free, uh, to be a part of a local church. And, and I just want to say this, you know, we have a vision for that as well here at Living Stones. So I believe today we're going to have an opportunity to sow not only into some great seed down, uh, at Lynn's house, um, but I want to sow, as we're sowing this seed, I'm believing that God's going to raise up something very similar right here in our own backyard so we can help ladies that need help at a time when they're in, in dire need. How many of you believe God with me on that? So here's what's going to happen. At the end of the service today, we're going to have our usher stationed at the door. And uh, there's no pressure at all on this, okay? So whatever, whenever we give around here at Living Stones, it's always joyfully, never out of compulsion, manipulation, or any other ungodly thing. We give we give because we're excited. So if there's any excited givers today, that all the uh, all, the special offering is going to be given directly to Lynn's house so that we can uh, send Brother Rod and Sister Mary off with a great kiss from us and let them know we love them and we believe in what God's doing as far as restoring. But I want you to join me right now. We're in for such a treat this morning as uh, Brother Ron and Sister Mary are here with us. Hop to your feet. Let's put our hands together and give a loud Living Stones welcome to Brother Ron and Sister Mary. Love you. My, my, my. Sound like LSU Tiger Stadium. Thank you. We're honored. We're honored. Thank you. You may be seated. We're honored. I, they left that. Uh, I had them do that in the first service. They're, they're really sharp back there. Nick and Rick, uh, mighty duo back there for the kingdom. They, they remembered. I, I was astonished when I looked up here. Amazed, really. Better. I like the word amazed. Uh, that the beauty of my wife. You know. In a. You know. For. A, for an elderly woman, she really looks, she's, 
she's a, she don't like me to say that, but she's a fox. <laughs> the second thing I was amazed at, I shared them for, I looked at my ears. I said, look what big ears. Rod, you got the biggest ears I've ever seen. And they're growing. You know, as you age, your ears, even after you die, certain things keep growing. Your fingernails keep growing. Your ears keep growing in the, in the, in the coffin, I heard. Uh, I just can't get over it. My kids used to look at me and say, Daddy, what big ears you have? When they were little, I put them to bed at night. I pray and play. I didn't change diapers. I just prayed and played. And uh, I'm a man. But anyway... Uh, <laughs> They said, Daddy, what big ears you have. They'd look at me, and, and uh, I said, so much better to hear you with. And so it's, it's an exciting it's exciting life, isn't it, Marvin? I love you. Yeah. Uh, well, we're you, that picture's blaring at me, and now you take it down. Thank you. <laughs> I don't like to look at myself in the mirror. Some people, all these selfish people take, that amazes me. I've never taken a selfie. What, what, what's this deal? You know, what, what is this? Is that, is that an ego trip or what is it? Somebody please inform me what that is. You don't take selfies either. I guess we reach a certain age where it ain't no use. No, we don't do that. We don't like to look at ourselves anymore. Do we? we like to look at each other. I heard Joyce Myers that she said, I don't know this younger generation for 40 years. I have tried to get delivered from self and all these people are taking selfies. I don't know what's going on. That's beautiful. Well, this is my 11th year here. Uh, we've been coming here since 2007. And uh, I walked into that foyer and I, I got those goosebumps going over me right now. I walked into the foyer amazed. My, 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 what beauty. You know, heaven is beautiful. From what I can read, it is, from people that have gone there and come back, it's a beautiful. Don't want to miss heaven. Crown Point, don't want to miss this foyer. I'm telling you, I wish we'd preach in there today. I'd like to be in there to preach, but uh, it, it, it is, it, it's excellent. I, I told bro, Brother Susie, I told Mother Susie, the mother of missions last night, I said, this thing reeks with the pleasure of the Lord, this presence and pleasure. And then I walked into that coffee place, you know, the, the drug center. And, and missions pictures all over of the, the, the church plants that we made. I'm part of this body that we made. And uh, the Bible college plants, which hundreds of church plants are coming out of it. And, and and I just felt that the Lord said, this is a missionary church. And that's why his pleasure is here so much. It's not just because of Brother Ron's great preaching, Marion's beauty. It's because y'all are a sending church. And everybody can be part of a sending church. Isn't that beautiful? All of you, all of you, what's happening in Cambodia today, all of you are part of that. Isn't that great? Well, let's give the Lord a clap offering for that. I'm just... I'm just amazed. Just amazed. I, I had to send Stephen, my son, who pastors my, my home, my used-to-be church. Uh, I sent him a video of that for you. And he said, and he was amazed. And he said, give him, give him my, uh, re- tell him I'm rejoicing over what's happening here. The physical is an expression of the spiritual. Y'all are an excellent, y'all are a great church. Now, listen, I'm in a lot of churches. Don't come any better than Living Bones Church. Don't come any better. There's a, there's a rattling in the bone yard, and, and I'm excited about being here. I, I, I think about how honored the Father is. We honor Him today. Father, we do. We love you. We honor you. And you're the fountainhead. He is the fountainhead of all honor. And to honor means to hold someone in high esteem, to value them. And, and of course, Dick and Susie, you know how much I value you all. I, 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 I don't worship you all, but it's close. But we love and highly honor Pastor Ron and Miriam, two great hearts, 
They touch me over and over when I come here. And he calls me on the phone just to check on me, to tell me he loves me and misses me. And and I don't know, that does, does something for me. And I'm heterosexual. So it's just... <laughs> Praise the Lord. I tell you, I'm really a, I'm a, I'm an animal killer. Uh, but I want them to stand, esteem them highly, the Bible says, esteem them highly, those that labor among you. And I want them to thank you for, God bless you, God strengthen you, God increase you, God multiply you, love you, love you. That's beautiful. Uh, where's uh, Tabitha? I told you to stay up here. The band. Didn't I tell you to do that? Where are you at? I told you all to stay up here. You all had to go take a break. You all went and got coffee. Nic- I mean, not nicotine, but caffeine will keep you from getting mean. Is this the whole van? Where's everybody else at? Okay, run, run, run. You can't catch me. I'm the gingerbread man. Get ready to do that reckless love. I I have reckless love for Jesus. I have reckless love for this body and this beautiful. This is my woman right here. You're looking at her. 59 years in covenant. Miss America, we're, we're, uh, we have the word amazing. I like that word. We have an amazing marriage. She's feisty and I'm funny. So it just sort of blends in. We sort of melt together. And, uh, see that smile she has right there? I put that smile there. He helps, but I tell you, Jesus put the smile on my face. You know, I was a little Catholic girl, married him. We were very young, and uh, we were both lost. We didn't know Jesus. I was Catholic. He was Baptist, but we didn't have the Lord in our lives. We knew about the Lord, but we didn't live for the Lord. And uh, his dad had a stroke. His dad asked me to drive him to church. And I started driving him to church. And that's how I accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. And it changed my life. And then I had to pray for him for five years to come into the kingdom of God. He said he lived the life he loved. And he loved the life he lived. And he did not want to be a Christian. But guess what? God knows, God sees all, and God hears all. And he heard my cries. And I cried out for this man to come to know Jesus. And he came home off a drunk one night, was a supervisor at a chemical plant, came off a drunk the next morning, and took a bath that afternoon, sobering up, and God encountered him in the bathtub. And I want to say... And when I got home that afternoon, he said, I met Jesus. I said, you lying. <laughs> I don't think he could be saved. <laughs> you said somebody slipped you a Mickey. I said, yeah, they slipped you a Mickey. You're lying. That you can't be saved. But you know what? God can save anybody. Praise God. And I don't care who you're believing for, your children, your husband, your loved ones. God will save them if you pray. And I know Rod's teaching on fight today. Praise God. And, you know, we, we've we been married for 59 years. But you know what? You don't have an amazing marriage just because you get married or you get saved. And, you get you know, you have to work at your marriage. You have to put God first. Fight for your marriage. And like he said this morning, I've read many, many books. He said 50. I probably read 100 books on marriage. Because I said, if I'm going to be married, I want to have an amazing marriage. I want to be happily married. And we do have an amazing marriage. We have 23 grandkids, four great and five step. And, you know, we have to fight for our grandkids. No, 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 no. Young men have visions and old men have dreams. I tell them, just keep on dreaming. Because we ain't having no baby. 
But you know, our we have Joseph was a dreamer. Joseph was a dreamer. He tells me that Mary Joseph was a dreamer. I said, watch it now. <laughs> Praise God. But you know, you have to learn to fight for what you have in this life. And when you fight in the Lord and you believe God for things, you're gonna win in Jesus' name. I love y'all. I love this church. I can't I can't help you. Uh, we're teaching at four o'clock, right? On marriage, in the marriage marriage room, wherever that's at. Yeah, and uh, so uh, we invite you. A lot of you really need this, and uh, I, I got to be at your rehearsal, Susie. With Je- I'd never met Jeff before. Uh, he's not he's not bad. You know, looking, I mean, he's okay. He's average, you know, but. Uh, I wrote 10 pillars for an amazing marriage, and I want to give this as a gift to you and Jeff. And, and uh, love you. Love you, Susie. Yeah. Thank you. Bless you. Amen. I, I want us to do reckless love again. And uh, uh, give me a sustained, prophetic sustained. Holy Ghost G, you just press down like an organ. Got it? Is your name Hannah? What's your name? Megan. Rebecca. Okay. Uh, Darren, I, you, you realize that you're, you're out of Preserve Church, my home church. Tabitha, you're out of my home church. Dick and Susie, you're out of my home church. Aaron, where's Aaron? Aaron's out of my home church. And I don't get no tithe. Before we sing that, uh, Darren and Tabitha, uh, I love both of you. And I have a little, a quick word, prophetic word. The Holy Spirit reminded me of John 1, 5. The light shines in darkness, and the darkness can never extinguish it. The Lord said, I started, I got a light burning in both of you. It's becoming a blazing light. The Father said, it's no accident I sent you here to this World Missions Church. But I brought you here to burn you're going to burn for me and that burning that I've begun in you will never 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 be extinguished and the Lord says a new level of the anointing is coming into your life in Jesus name you think you're doing good now and the pastor says you're doing good but I'm telling you there's a new level coming of the anointing upon your life not only to lead be the lead musician of a team but to be a leader in many areas. For the Lord said, I put a gift of leadership inside of you. Now it's coming into fruitation. In Jesus' name. Tabitha, I was amazed hearing you. Uh, I said, I don't like to compare people, but Harvest, you know, she's wonderful. But Tabitha is wonderful. I heard a sweet sound coming out of your heart. In Jesus' name. And the whole, I believe the Holy Spirit is saying, I made you a ready writer. I see you writing. I see you, I see you in the midnight hours. And something just hits you and you got to get up out of bed. And I see you writing. There's a prophetic anointing on the inside of you that's going to cause, it's going to be almost like poetic writing. But it's going to be the song of the Lord coming out of you the days to come. So, Father, we seal that psalmist anointing upon her life in Jesus' name. Little Tabitha, the little timid one, now a bold one, Jesus' name. Father, double that prophetic mantle on her. What I got on me, I release some of it on her. Jesus' name. Let's sing Reckless Love. Let's stand for a minute. Take a little sea lot. Mary took up five five of my minutes. Can I have five more? 
Thank you. <laughs> I know it's good preaching. Yeah, reckless love. I'm I'm excited about his reckless love. Let's give the Lord a clap offering for you. You may be seated. Uh, Ricky, Ricky Joel, give me that first slide. Jason, Jason, at the altar, I want you, if you would, come to the altar at the end. Not now, not now. I don't want to give you too much recognition. No, I have a word for you, but I want to give it to you at the end, at the altar. Pastor, preach, brother. Please preach, brother. So I gotta, I gotta move on. I have one word for this body today, this great church is fight. The word fight. Second Timothy chapter four, verse six. Paul said, I'm already being poured out as a drink. May all of you, all of us be poured out as a drink. Come on, Jesus. Touch every vessel that's here today. All that anointing, hey, Colin, that you put on the inside of us. Pour it out, Father. Pour us out on a world that needs Jesus. Then he said in verse 7, I have fought a good fight. 
I have finished my course. I've kept the faith. I'm still at number one. I am fighting a good fight. We serve Jehovah Nisi, the man of war. And we serve the champion of champions. He went to the battlefield of Golgotha on our behalf and he fought. He fought for you and he fought for me. And the good news, he won the day. He said it is finished. He said it's paid for. The voice of victory, the voice of a fighter who's won the day, said demons have been defeated. It's over with. I'm setting the redeemed free. In whom we have redemption through his blood. And the forgiveness of our sins according to the, ri the, the riches of his grace. We've been redeemed. We've been set free from the power of sin. And the power and penalty of sin. We've been set free. We're free men today. And we're free women. And we're free to fight in Jesus' name. Free to fight. Blessed be the Lord our strength. Psalms 144.1 Who trains our hands to war. And teaches our fingers to fight. Living bones, you have a spirit of a champion on the inside of you. His name is Christ Jesus. You have an anointing to fight. And you must fight. You must fight for your homes. You must fight for your marriages. You must fight for your children. You must fight for your grandchildren. You must fight... For for your nation. Our nation's in trouble and somebody needs to fight for her and we're going to fight for her and we're going to win the day in Jesus' name. Can you say amen? <laughs> the next slide, Rick. First Timothy 6, 12. There it is again. Fight the good fight of faith. Come on. That, lay hold. Lay hold. You gotta do something. You gotta lay hold on eternal life. I lay hold upon this life that the Holy Spirit has graced me with. I'm not, I'm not gonna be passive. I'm not gonna let this grace gift go to waste. I'm laying hold of it in Jesus' name. And the older I get, the better I'm gonna get in Jesus' name. Not slowing down. Run, run as fast as you can. You can't catch me. I'm the gingerbread man. Whereunto thou art also called and has professed a good profession before many witnesses. Fifty years ago, it's a half century, I got born again. Marva said in a bathtub, I got born again in the covenant. I became a son. In a moment of time, I became a son. I became a servant. And I became a soldier. You're looking at a warrior. I know how to fight in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Marvis, we've been knocked down a hundred times. Me a hundred times, you ninety-nine times. We've been knocked down to the count of eight, but we never stayed down. Something called the grace of God, indefinable, indefinable, inexhaustible grace of God. Something kicks in when the count of eight comes, and we get back up, and we're in the battle again, and we fight again, and we must win. We must win. We must fight for our homes. We must fight for our marriages. We must fight for our children. We must fight for our nation in Jesus' name. We're fighters. Devil, we're coming. We're coming. If you want God to stay in your life, you're going to have to learn how to fight. If you don't learn how to fight, he's going to knock your head off. I've seen hundreds come and thousands go because they never learn how to fight. By morning, I'm at the feet of Jesus and I'm fighting. Every morning I wake up and I bless his name. I bless the name of the Lord. If I serve him, he blesses my bread and blesses my water. And he takes all sickness away from the midst of me. I wake every up every morning. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up wings like an eagle's. I shall run and not be weary. I shall walk and not faint. Every morning I get renewed. I get refreshed. Why are you getting renewed and refreshed? So I can fight. So I can fight the good fight of faith. 
I'm fighting for people. I got a healing wall. Brother Dick, you're on that healing wall. I got 42 people on my healing wall, and I'm fighting. God, nurse them back to health in Jesus' name. Nurse them back to health. Nurse Brother Dick. Get that ankle whole, Father. He's got 15 more good years in him. God, in Jesus' name. We got to fight for each other. You need to fight for Papa Bishop right now. You need to fight for him in Jesus' name. You need to remind the Lord that you surely you bore his sicknesses and, and you took away his pain and with his scourging, your scourging, he is healed. You gotta learn how to fight. Every morning I wake up in the morning at fight. Marvelous Mary, you and I fight at night. We throw punches at night. What do you throw punches with? I throw punches with the promises. I got 23 grandkids. I got four great-grandkids. We're kids. We're productive. I got five step-grandchildren in Jesus' name. And we're not going to have another one. You're not. Okay. We fight. <laughs> we got ten grandchildren not doing too good. We throw punches. We remind the Lord that my, our righteousness is unto our seed. Seed. He's promised us two generations of children. So every night we remind the Lord, we fight. The seed of the righteous is being delivered, and my righteousness is unto my seed seed, unto my grandchildren. I got two generations. Devil, you can't have them. You gotta let them go. Hound dog of heaven, chase them down and tree them and bring him into the kingdom for such as time as this. Bring Preston in. Bring Olivia in. Bring Roderick the third or fourth in, whatever he is. Uh, uh, bring, bring Braden in. Bring Xavier in. Megan, Mary, Joseph, Jake. Bring them in. We call them by name. Bring them in, Jesus. You gotta fight. You gotta learn how to fight. You gotta fight for your children. You gotta fight for your marriage. Some of you are struggling in marriage right now. You're gonna have to fight, men. Quit being an Ahab. Quit being passive and get your dukes up and fight the enemy and crucify your flesh by morning in Jesus' name and you'll win the day for the glory of God. You gotta learn how to fight. We must fight in Jesus' name. Prayer assumes that there's a fight. Brother Rod, I, I pray. Now lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord my soul to uh, take. If my soul should take, I pray the Lord. Now lay me down to sleep. I didn't forgot that childhood prayer I used to pray. <laughs> if I die before I wake, I pray the Lord my soul to take. I ain't talking about that kind of praying. I'm talking about fighting with the promises, fighting with the Word of God. Prayer assumes there's a fight. Lights down, video on. Today is a new day. It will bring brand new blessings and brand new battles. But within every uncertainty, there is hidden possibility. So I don't dread any challenge that lies ahead. Because I remember all the victories behind. And my confidence is not in my circumstance. The Spirit of God is my supply. I'm steady under pressure. And I'm ready for whatever. Because whatever comes my way today, the outcome is I overcome. Christ is in me. I am enough. I can handle it. I can't afford to stay afraid or let my faith hesitate. My purpose is at stake. And he who called me is faithful. His strength in me is greater than any pain I feel or enemy I face. The promise of God is mine for the taking. Every plan he has made is guaranteed to come to pass. It will happen. If I don't back down, if I won't let go, it will happen. If I don't stop short, if I won't sell out, it will happen by faith. But faith doesn't take the fear away. It teaches me to fight it. So bring the battle. I'm ready now. I got something for Goliath. I can handle it. My power flows from presence. So I won't stay stuck in what was or worry about what will be. My regrets have been redeemed. And my tests have become my lessons. My focus is fixed. And my heart is expected. I'm set. I'm not nervous about what's next. Because my eyes are on the throne. I trust the one who's in complete control. The one who already... 
situations are sure to turn in my favor. If I keep moving forward, keep moving toward him, God is with me in this moment. And whatever happens, I can handle it. I know my help comes from above. So if fear insists on knocking, I'll meet it at the door. Life might give me bad news, but I've still got a good report. I can handle it. If I fall, if I fail, I'll handle it. Grace will give me what it takes to carry on. I can handle it. I have humbled myself under the mighty hand of God. Christ is in me. I'm ready. The word of the Lord for you today is fight. Get off your pity potty. Get off your poor me trip and start fighting. Get, ri get rid of your fears and your flight and fight in Jesus' name. Refuse to submit to the negative and come under the power the power of a champion, and fight in Jesus' name. The word of the Lord to you this morning is to fight. We must fight. You must fight for your home. You must fight for your children. You must fight for your marriage. You must fight for your nation. Donald Trump cannot make America great again. I appreciate his confession, but he can't make America great again. He's not the salt of the earth. Congress is not the salt of the earth. Supreme Court is not the salt of the earth. We're the salt of the earth. We're the only thing that can stop this perversion and this immorality and this violence and this division. We are the answer. We are the answer to make America great again in Jesus' name. Can you say amen? We have the power of prayer. God rules through the prayers of his fighting people. Let God arise and let his enemies be scattered in Jesus' name. Come on, Father. Break the back of the ungodly and shatter the teeth of the wicked. Shatter the teeth of the mainstream media with all their hate words and all their hatred. God, shatter those teeth in Jesus' name. God, stop the mouth of the enemy. Stop the mouth of the wicked one. We're dealing Dealing with Christ versus Antichrist. It's not a political war. It's not a cultural war. It's not a racial war. It's Christ against Antichrist. And we're in Christ. We've got to fight. We must fight in Jesus' name. Can you say amen? Give me the next slide and, and oh, the blood of Jesus. Give me the next slide. Ezekiel 36. How to fight. First and foremost... Above all things, you got to keep your heart. Not talking about your head. You got to keep your heart. Your head can get messed up for a season, but your heart is what's got to stay right. I know people that have great hearts and messed up heads. But God, God said, I'm going to separate you from the nations. Look at me. We are a separated people, we're a consecrated people. We're not the common folks. We're uncommon. We're his purity and power in action. We are his heart. We are his eyes. We are his feet. We bring the gospel to our nation and to the nations of the world. In Jesus' name. He's cleansed us by the washing of the water of the word. 
And Ezekiel said, he's given us a new heart. A new heart of flesh. 1963, Mary got a new heart. Thank God she did. She used to cuss me out when I'd stay out all night drinking. She'd SOB me and GD me and everything else and throw pots and pans. Thank God she got saved. Rod got a new heart in 1968. You prayed me in, Mary. You cried out to God. He heard you. Then he captured me, he convicted me, and he redeemed me, and he set me free, and he took the heart of stone out of me, the heart of selfishness out of me, and he gave me a new heart. I got a new heart. I'm teachable. I'm tender, and I don't have options. I like you. I like you. You're a man. I like you. And I'm heterosexual. I like men that are men. You're not a phony. You're a real man, and you know how to fight. You're going to fight for the gospel. You're going to fight for the kingdom in Jesus' name. You've got a new heart. He's teaching us we must fight in this hour. We're winners. We're not losers. Why? Because he gave us a new heart. He took out the heart of stone and gave us a new heart. By one man's sin, many became sinners by one man's disobedience. We lost our honor. We lost our authority. And we lost our fight. But the good news, God sent a second Adam who fought on our behalf. By one man's obedience, many are made righteous. I don't know about you, but I'm justified. I'm declared not guilty. I'm declared righteous in His sight in Jesus' name got a new heart got a new heart and I don't have any more options I either obey or I disobey I either honor the Sabbath or I dishonor the Sabbath I don't pick up my fishing rods on Sunday I come to the house I don't pick up my guns and I'm a killer I don't pick up my guns on Sunday I come to the house to celebrate the resurrection of our Lord Jesus I don't have an option I don't have an option to, to, to go to ball games on a Sunday morning I gotta be here I either obey or disobey I don't have an option to tithe I either tithe or I don't tithe some of you, well I give an offering that ain't a tithe, that's an offering tithe means you give the first out of the first the first ten you make you give the first dollar I don't have an option I tithe I tithe. I enjoy tithing. I enjoy giving. Don't have an option to love people. I'm born to love people. I've been born again to love people. I've been born. I don't have an option to fight. I'm a fighter in Jesus' name. I got my authority back. You got your authority back. You got your anointing back. You got your fight back in Jesus' name. And you gotta, you must fight in Jesus' name. So I say today, we're dominion creatures. We're not beneath. We're above. We're the head, not the tail. We're not victims. We're victors. We're not losers. We're winners. We're fighters. You must fight. Give me the next slide. Realize that your heart is central. Watch over your heart with all diligence. First and foremost, keep your heart. For out of it flow the springs of life. You got to keep your heart. Courage comes out of your heart. Conviction comes out of your heart. Joy comes out of your heart. I have joy because my heart's right. I keep my heart. Love is the language of your heart. I hear language coming out of you. Father, baptize her in the love of Jesus. Visions come out of your heart. Where do you think this came from, all this beauty that surrounds us? Vision. Vision that was born in our heart. got to keep your heart first and foremost. Keep your heart in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father, for a good heart. The next slide. you got to soak. How to fight, you got to soak. My son, give a ten full attention to my words. Let them not depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your, your heart. Let them penetrate your heart. 
You got to soak. Every morning I sip and I soak. I sip on community dark roast coffee. And I soak. I sip and I soak. I soak and I sip. 2020 challenge. 20 minutes for 20 days at the feet of Jesus in the book of Psalms. Don't go anywhere else. That's God's prayer book. He will teach you how to fight out of the book of Psalms. To them have no might, he increases strength. As you wait upon the Lord, as you soak, the word of God penetrates you. Soak in God's word. 2020. Book of Psalms, nowhere else. A pad at your side, a pen in your hand. As God speaks, as you see something, seize it. Write it. And as you seize it, seize it. That's Cajun. And then God establishes it. I speak prophetic degrees every morning. I'm on Twitter. I tweet every morning. I'm tweeting mostly out of the book of Psalms. I speak prophetic decrees over my nation. I sign angels around our president and our vice president. A pro-life team God has raised up in this hour. Unless Roe v. Wade is overturned, America will never be great again. Two more Supreme Court appointees and Roe v. Wade's down. Come on, give God a shout for that. It's because somebody has fought. Brother Dick, we fought. We went to the front lines for abortion. We went all of America fighting for the unborn. Been in jails all of America for the glory of God, for the life of the unborn. We're fighters. All that labor was not in vain. It brought abortion to the head now. Abortion is the issue that Satan is fighting. It's not the wall. It's not illegal immigration. Abortion is the issue that he's fighting. That's why the demons are raging right now, because they see it coming. And if we'll fight, abortion will go down. Come on, give God a shout in Jesus' name. Go ahead and not the next slide, and the next slide, but the next slide. Just, just keep passing up those slides. Yeah, how to fight. I'm over time. Shekinah Live. How to fight. Thank him for what he does and praise him for who he is. If you know who he is, you'll know what he does you know who he is, you're going to know what hand's coming at you. If you don't know who he is, you don't have a clue where it's the devil or God. We wait for you. I know who he is. Where did you learn him? I learned him at the feet of Jesus. 2020. 20 minutes in the morning for 20 days. We wait for you. And God's going to do a new thing in you. Young lady, there's a new thing happening in your life right now. Lord says, behold, I'm doing a new thing. Old things are passing away. Behold, everything's going to become new. I see the break of dawn in your life. I see darkness leaving. I see the cloudy rains leaving. I see sunshine coming. I see a day of joy coming into your life. What the enemy has meant for your destruction, God is turning it now for your edification. A new day is being born. You know who he is. You know what he's going to do. Brother Roger, you know who he is? I I don't know everything about him, but I know this much. He's awesome and he's almighty. And he can do anything. There's nothing impossible for him. He's brilliant and he's beautiful. He's brilliant in His glory, and He's beautiful in His holiness. He doesn't have dominion. He is dominion. He has, as the pastor said, He has the last word on everything. Not some things, but on everything. But you got to trust Him, and you got to learn how to fight in Jesus' name. And He's caring. He's compassionate. He cares about everything that bothers you and everything that hurts you in Jesus' name. 
and he's your father. He's from everlasting to everlasting. He's your father in Jesus' name. And you just happen to be his son, and you happen to be his daughter, and he has a good plan for your life in Jesus' name. And he's not going to withhold anything from y'all if y'all walk uprightly. That's who he is. And he's faithful, and he's full of favor. His wrath is not against you, but his favor is against you. That means everything that you set your hands to do, you're going to prosper in Jesus' name. You ought to rejoice in the favor of God upon your life in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. He's holy and He's highly lifted and His train is filling this temple. The glory of God is going to fill this temple in Jesus' name. That's who He is. That's what He wants to do. If you know who He is, then you know what He wants to do. He's great and He's gracious. He wants to bless you coming in and coming out. That's who He is in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. He's omnipotent. He's all-powerful. He's omnipresence. He's everywhere at one time. He's in Cambodia. He's here in, in at, at Crown Point. He's over there at Lifehouse Church, my home. He's everywhere at one time. He's omniscient. He has all knowledge. He knows you're coming and going your thoughts from afar off. He knows you. He knows you in and out. He knew what he got when he got you, Jason. But he got you anyhow. You were born to be a leader in the house of the Lord. In Jesus' name. There's a leader anointing on the inside of you. God's raising you up as a leader. You're not going to be a follower. No, sir. No, sir. You're going to be a leader. You just will take that and begin to live that in Jesus' name. And you don't have to make room for yourself. Your gift is going to make room for you. And you're going to be a shouter in the house of God. Not only a shouter, you're going not a powder, but a shouter and you're going to be a pastoral ministry for the glory of God one day in Jesus' name. Say, Brother Rod, I don't want that. You got it anyhow. Would you stand to your feet? I went over time. I don't apologize. I just did. You're Joe. Who, who is Who is this? Who is? She said, who am I? Who is he? He is your Jehovah Sitkin. He's the Lord, your righteousness. Much more being justified by the blood, we shall be saved from the wrath which is to come. He that knew no sin was made sin for us, that we might be made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Thank God we're not going to be His righteousness. We are His righteousness in Jesus' name. He is our Jehovah Makedesh. He's the Lord, our holiness in Jesus' name. The blood of Jesus Christ sanctifies you. He separates you. He consecrates you in Jesus' name. He took your lust that you might have His love. He took he took, your, he took your anger that you might have his peace. He took your pride that you might have his humility. It's all yours. You just got to know who he is. I'll pray for those after pastor dismisses, those that need offering. 